0: Hi there, I hope all is well. This is Minister Victoria. Every December, my goal is to do something special for Jesus. He loves his father, so these messages were my meager attempt to showcase his father, my daddy God. I must admit I have been truly blessed by all daddy God did to ensure you and I did not have to live life without the presence of his power without the power of his presence and without having an opportunity to avoid spending eternity in damnation. I am just so grateful. This Christmas month is a month of reflection for me. I've shared it all month. Just to think about what God did so that you and I can be saved is absolutely mind-blowing. And it's just miraculous. And in this time that we've experienced how wonderful it is to know that there is a God who does miracles. Hallelujah. Last week, we shared about the father's favorite. Uh, That was Mary. Uh, Today, I'll share about the best stepfather. The text is found in Matthew chapter one, beginning in the 18th verse. And this is the story of Jesus through the eyes of Joseph. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise When, as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. I love that the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. I know it means the birth of Jesus Christ happened this way, but I love the wording because I believe that the birth of Jesus Christ was very wise. This situation was most distressing and humiliating. What a great trial this was for Joseph, Mary's betrothed. for she had said, behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word to her angelic visitor. But she at that time was engaged to Joseph. uh, And now he's finding out uh, that she's already pregnant. Hallelujah. And he has not touched her. Joseph knew the baby was not his. And he knows that Jewish law would find Mary guilty of adultery, an act that can be punished with death and that is always punishable by shame. The law mandated that Joseph divorce her. However, because Joseph is a righteous man, he also understands another part of his Jewish heritage. He understands that the law is to be tempered with mercy and so. Instead of exposing Mary to a public divorce, as the reading indicates, he decides to dismiss her quietly in a way that would reduce public inquiry into what has happened. But while he thought on these things, verse 20, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, God, Joseph, the son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Joseph, our son of David, which speaks to the fact that Jesus would also have direct descendancy of David. Joseph did not fly off the handle when he found things out. He was thoughtful, considering the best way to handle the situation. God reaches out and grasps this good and righteous man, Joseph. Son of David, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to do something outrageous in order to bring to fruition something that that the law and the prophets have yearned for. Do not be afraid to do something that pitches you past any mercy you could imagine. Do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife. This is a striking moment in Joseph's life. All of what he knows, his life, his religion, his ethics, is being questioned by an angel in a dream. And that angel is inviting him to forsake all that knowledge and understanding to participate in a larger story. Verse 21, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God, is with us. Uh, The angel tells Joseph almost the same things he said to Mary. This prophecy is found in Isaiah, and we mentioned it even on last week. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. Joseph takes what the angel says without complaint or even reply. Once he is aroused from sleep, Joseph does just as the angel commands him. The angel's word was enough. The man was convinced he would comply. These points hit that Joseph was more interested in spiritual matters than physical ones. He had not allowed his Davidic lineage uh, to go to his head. He He did not need the spur of his adoptive son becoming king to make him comply. All he needed to know was that God, through the Holy Ghost, had accomplished Mary's pregnancy and that the divine child in fulfillment of prophecy would one day save his people from sin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Joseph. And the Bible goes on to say, and he knew her not. So she had brought forth her firstborn son, and as directed, he called his name Jesus. Here, Joseph is shown to be a humble, pious, obedient man. Joseph had a very important part in the birth of Christ. Our salvation not only depended on Mary's obedience to the will of God, it also depended on Joseph's. Joseph loved Mary so much that he suppressed his doubts about her chastity and allowed himself to be regarded as the father of her child, knowing that he wasn't. He brought up that child as his own, despite great difficulties and dangers, particularly at the start that he taught him from his trade, that he loved him, and that Jesus's viral health as an adult, physical stamina, courage, strength of purpose, and attractiveness to women, men, and children is proof of good parenting by his foster father. Indeed, Father Joseph knew best and did his very best. In his sovereignty, Father God prepared the perfect couple, this just Joseph and Mary, the highly favored handmaiden of the Lord, to raise his son. They are wonderful examples of submission to God. Jesus' father and stepfather knew what was best for him to become his best so that mankind could be saved. This is an abbreviated message because I'm doing another one on Christmas Day this week. Uh, This is being recorded for broadcast or publication on Tuesday, uh, the 22nd, but on the 25th. Hallelujah. We're going to do another one. I hope you've enjoyed hearing the account of Christmas. I hope you're looking at it from a different lens. Uh, A lot went into God, Uh, providing this son for us and it is certainly worth uh, reviewing worth hearing hopefully is building hope and I hope you're feeling pretty loved understanding that God did all of this before we even knew we needed him to do all of this and he did this just for us we're thankful uh, that the father chose this stepfather hallelujah that Joseph was the stepfather Uh, the fatherhood of God is just shining through in these messages, we are going to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you because you're good. We bless you because you're God. We bless you because you did all that you did ah, in freely giving us your beloved son. And we appreciate it so much as we look on the celebration of his birth, God. We know the Bible doesn't say that he was born on December 25th. And that's irrelevant to me because I know that he was born. But we are grateful for a day a day when we can give him us the attention that he really deserves every day. Bless the listeners in a special way, God. We don't know what they need in this Christmas season. God, this has been a year unprecedented and we know that we all have different needs and wants. but God, I'm thanking you that you are going to show yourself strong in the lives of all those who hear this broadcast, God. Let them know, hallelujah, God, that you love them, that you did all of this for them, and you're there, and that all they have to do is Reach out for your loving arms in Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake, amen. And thank God. Tune in on Thursday, on um, Friday, for the Christmas message. God bless you.